Hello, I'm Rabbi Mark Gelman. Welcome to the God Squad, a podcast you can believe in. Today on our first episode, yippee, we're talking about how I met Tommy. It was Easter Sunday in 1987, and it was also the week of Passover. I went to the television studio nearby to record a two-minute interview with a priest named Monsignor Thomas Hartman about the two holidays. I had no idea that what I was really going to do was I was going to meet my best friend. I had no idea that I was about to receive a message that he was going to deliver to me from God, which changed my life. I didn't think such a thing was possible or rational, but it happened. And this is a true story of how the God Squad began. So, earlier in our friendship, I realized that Tom had a strange quirk. He talked to dead people. Other than that, he was pretty normal. Actually, as normal as a living saint can be. He didn't really talk to dead people. He talked to people who talked to dead people. Tommy talked to psychics. And he believed they were real. And I thought most of them were con artists. But in my friendship with Tommy and through experiences, I'll tell you today stories that will knock you out. I sort of changed my view about talking to dead people. At first... I thought it was just stupid and ridiculous and a fantasy. And now I think it's possible to talk to dead people, but it's a really, really bad idea. So here's how this all began. Tommy's over at the house eating Chinese food, which he loved. And he said, hey, why don't you and Betty, my wife Betty, why don't you two come with me? I'm about to go over to a psychic near where you live, a psychic who had dedicated his book to Tom. And he's running a seance there, and uh, I'd like you to see how he works. And I said, look, Tommy, I, I don't know. These guys are, these guys are crackpots, and they take money from people who are grieving. I think they, they actually hurt your grief work because they make you think that you can still dial up your loved one if you just had the right number. And for a certain amount of cash, the psychic has the number. I said, it, it just doesn't feel right to me. He said, no, 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 this is real and it comforts people. And you shouldn't make up your mind about this until you see it. And Betty said, yeah, I want to, I want to go. So we went with Tommy over to the psychic, and we go into his house. It's a modest house. And in the house, there's about 25... Basically, it's an Italian-American community. Maybe 30, 25, 30 people there, all of whom had lost someone. And there's the psychic sitting in a chair with a yellow legal pad and a 
pen and he's waving the pen over the legal pad. Kind of a weird practice. And all of a sudden he says, I'm getting someone from the other side who's coming through. And everyone leans forward and he says, yes, yes, what's your name? And then he turns to the people, he says, I'm getting a message from a Maria. Does anyone know a Maria? And 30 hands all go up. <laughs> I said, I bit my tongue. I said, wow, what a scam. Here he is in a room with a whole bunch of Italian-American mourners, and he asks if anyone knows a Maria. What, what, what a bold move. So Tommy had to admit that on that first go-round, I, I won. By the way, Maria's message was also ridiculously banal. Her message was, I'm, I'm, I'm all right, I'm fine, pray for me. And that was it. So afterwards, Tommy told me that he was getting some flack from the bishop because the psychics were all crediting Tom Hartman with being their friend and their helper and their counselor, their guide. And the church said, listen, we are very clear on this. We think there's plenty of living people you should be talking to and forget about talking to dead people. It's against, actually, Catholic catechism. And, and if you don't stop doing it, Tommy, they had told him, uh, you risk getting depriested. <laughs> and this was a, a real threat. And I said, look, Tommy, we just started the God Squad, and we have a nice beginning. I say, I'm Rabbi Mark Gelman, and you say, I'm Father Tom Hartman, and we are the God Squad. Do you want to change that to, hello, I'm Rabbi Mark Gelman, and I'm ex-Father Tom Hartman, because I got excommunicated because I talked to dead people. I said, I just don't think that's a good beginning for our God Squad show. Well, I didn't convince Tommy, and he didn't convince me. And that's sort of, you know, how things continued for a while. We used to talk about it, and I would quote to him biblical passages like Leviticus 19.31, Do not turn to mediums or seek out spiritualists, for you will be defiled by them. I am the Lord your God. The same message as Leviticus 20.27, Deuteronomy 18.10-13. In fact, King Saul was deposed from his kingship and killed because of his consulting with the witch of Endor. Check it out in 1 Samuel 28, 1-25. We read, Saul died because he was unfaithful to the Lord. He did not keep the word of the Lord, and even consulted with a medium for guidance, and did not inquire of the Lord. So the Lord put him to death, and turned the kingdom over to David, son of Jesse. 1 Chronicles 10, 13-14. As usual, Isaiah has the last and best word. When men tell you to consult mediums and spiritualists who whisper and mutter, should not a people inquire of their God? 
Why consult the dead on behalf of the living? Hmm. Simple, eloquent, and true. Why consult the dead on behalf of the living? Well, what Isaiah didn't understand, of course, is why people do that. And they do it for obvious reasons. They want comfort and hope and assurance that the people they loved are okay, that, that their souls are in heaven, and that they're not in pain anymore. That's why they do it. Plus, the early stages of death, as Elizabeth Kubler-Ross discovered, includes denial. And I think talking to dead people is a classic manifestation of denial. Oh, they're, they aren't really dead, you see. They're just in another place where you just have to use psychics to talk to them. You know, I think that's wrong. It's not that your dead relatives moved to Cleveland. It's that they're gone forever, and death is forever. And that's a message that's essential for getting through your grief work, accepting in the depths of your soul that death is forever. Now, we'll talk in another podcast about, you know, what happens to our souls, maybe, but for now, the catechism of the Catholic Church, as I said, is pretty clear. Consulting horoscopes, astrology, palm reading, interpretation of omens and lots, phenomena of clairvoyance, recourse to mediums, all conceal a desire for power over time, history, and in the last analysis, other human beings as well as a wish to conciliate hidden powers. They contradict the honor, respect, and loving fear that we owe to God alone. I think that's well said. It's uh, the Catechism of the Catholic Church, number 2116. That's in case you think I make this stuff up. So that's sort of the historical review of the religious prohibition of talking to dead people. But it isn't the end of the story for me and for Tommy and for Saul. So here's the story, and you definitely should be sitting down for this one. This is a 10 on the spookometer. This is really a weird one. So every year uh, I journey up back to my synagogue for the Jewish New Year, and I give a sermon. I'm retired now, but they want me to come back and give sermons for the holidays, so I do that for them. It's wonderful to see my flock. I like doing it. Gracious of them to pretend that I'm still their shepherd. And my custom is that on the second day after I do services at the synagogue, uh, second day of Rosh Hashanah, and I do a teaching session, I go out to a diner with my friend Michael, uh, who is a dear and wonderful man and who actually helped introduce Tommy to me and to support our work. He's a wonderful guy. And we go out to the celebrity diner for chicken salad on the second day of Rosh Hashanah every year. 
That year, a couple of years ago now, Michael asked the friends who were having lunch with us to leave the table. And that's when he told me this story. Michael said that that morning he was shaving and praying and his and in the middle of his prayers, Tommy came to him, Tom Hartman, the ghost of Tommy, and said, so you're going to have lunch with my best friend today. And Michael said, yes, I am. Do you have anything you want me to tell him? And Michael said that he immediately heard Tommy say, clear as a bell, tell Mark that Saul is in charge of heaven. That's at least what he thinks. And that he wants Mark also to know that this place is beautiful. Heaven is more beautiful than he could ever imagine. So that was the message. Saul thinks he's in charge of heaven, and heaven is the most beautiful place. Michael said, this made no sense to him. And he looked at me and asked me, who is Saul? And I almost lost my chicken salad. I said to Michael, Michael, Saul is the name of my dead father. He died in 2007. Now, Michael had never met my father, did not know the name of my father. I never spoke about my father in Michael's presence. But Tommy did. And my father always acted like he was in charge of things, even though he was never in charge of that much. And so that just was perfect. That would be my dad's attitude in heaven, that he thought he was in charge. It's also Tommy's sense of humor. Also, my dad was fond of saying that something was the most beautiful or the most delicious. Everything was the most. That's how my dad talked. I inherited that. Now, there's no way Michael could have known any of this. And there's no rational way to explain any of this. It was clearly a sign from Tommy. And, and here's the point. I had asked Tommy for that, for a sign before he died. I said, you know, Tom, he was dying of Parkinson's, but he was still alert at the time. I said, when you die, I'd like you to send me a, a sign that heaven is real and there's a journey for our souls after we die. And he said, okay, I'll do that. What kind of sign do you want? I said, no, no, I, I won't tell you the sign. Like if you say you're going to send me a red bird, every time I see a red bird, I'll say, oh, is that the sign? Or is that just a red bird? I said, no, no, you have to pick a sign that's unambiguous. And he said, okay, Mark, I'll do that for you. And Tommy died in 2016, and, and for two years, nothing happened. And then, then came the chicken salad incident at the diner. And that was the sign that Tommy had promised me. That you can talk to dead people. 
and heaven is real. And it was unambiguous. Now, I don't care about the biblical prohibitions that this sign violated. What I do care about is that my dad, Saul Gelman, is in charge of heaven. <laughs> what I do care about is that Tommy is okay and that my best friend still has my number. On other days, I may know more or I may know differently, but today, that is all I know. And that is enough for me today. I'm Rabbi Mark Gelman. Thanks for listening to The God Squad. The God Squad podcast is a production of the Mark Gelman Institute. I know the guy. And this episode was produced by Matthew Siegel at Silicon Bowery. Until next time, you can find us on Google, Apple, Spotify, and many other fine podcast locations. I'd love to hear from you at rabbi at godsquadpodcast.com. God bless us, one and all. <laughs>